What's up, WizKids, and welcome to another edition of Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with Jacob Raymond, Jeremy Hyman, as we are getting ready for Game 5 between the Washington Wizards and the Atlanta Hawks. A series is tied 2-2 after the Wizards dropped two games in Atlanta. Uh, Jeremy and I were there. We have some stories to share. But first, you know, what's your um, kind of like bird's eye view, Jacob, since you were back here and your thoughts on the series so far? So first off, um, I missed you guys. Yes, I the missed, past couple podcasts. Um, <laughs> I didn't. That's obviously um, uh, great job. Uh, the guests, you know, DJ thank you, thank you. Jennings, Chris Miller, everybody mm-hmm. was everybody was awesome. Um, thanks to all those people for joining. Um, uh, my bird's eye view of the series is that um, you know they they say that a series doesn't start until someone loses um, loses at home. Yeah. And so we haven't had anybody lose at home yet. And I don't think I don't think we should be very surprised that the Hawks really raised their level of play um, in Atlanta. And I think that the series is really just getting going and has the potential at this point to be a a, a pretty darn good one. I think that. I know myself personally, I got a little bit overconfident when we won the first two games, um, and they really showed up at home. Their front court was incredible. Dennis Schroeder raised his level of play. Um, and so and we got we got some drama now, and yeah. uh, and I to expect anything less when you get to the playoffs against a team that's as well-coached and has as much talent as Atlanta. Um, to expect anything else would be silly, and so I'll call myself silly. I am really nervous just for it to now be a three-game series, but I love it at the same time, Jeremy. Yeah, the fan in you, it's always fun when these series, when it's a good even series back and forth, you know, that's sort of, that's always what you wish for as a fan when you're like, you know, you want to see that, you know, each team throw their throw their punches, the Wizards win at home, the Hawks win at home. Now it's the best of three. You're going, I mean, this it's looking like it could be a seven-game series, and this Wizards team hasn't played a game seven. This group has never oh been in a game seven, but that would be the fan loves game seven. <laughs> I mean, we're not, you know, obviously we we're with the Wizards. We we cheer, you know we want them to do well, but we also have our jobs to do. And it's when you're in the media and doing the, you know, when you're working, it's just different, a different feeling than than. Uh, than a fan and and if you're in the players situation or the coaches as much fun as it might be to be in that magnified of a game you don't you'd much rather get through a series as brandon told us on the last pod yeah, yeah. when i asked him if it's fun getting deep into the series and he said well i mean maybe but it's he'd much rather get done with these series in four or five games and and uh that's all you know if you're a player you don't you never want to lose and you never want to drag these things out and have that kind of pressure to you know that where you have to win so like i said it, it'll be fun these next two or three games are going to be it's intense these two teams have built up something in this series yeah and they i know it's they're going to be good games they're going to be physical games they're going to be hard-fought games and for the wizards they earned home court for a reason and they won 49 games and now they're going to need that home court advantage because they both crowds have been great in this series and they've yeah. been big factors and we're going to need to see that crowd out early for a 6 p.m. start Wednesday night. 6 p.m. start. For me, so for me, so for me personally, just to piggyback on what Jeremy said about sort of um, the fan in you versus working. For me, it's you know I've I've been a fan of this team my entire life. Mm-hmm. I grew up in this area. Um, I've lived and died with this team for a long time, and it's and it's very funny to me when. Um, like when game two ends on Wednesday and we've taken a two nothing series lead and 
we all have all these post-game responsibilities. I'm running to the podium to get quotes and stuff like that and photos and video and all this stuff. And, um, and then, and I'm doing, and I'm going through my job and then I'm, I'm walking home from the arena and all of a sudden I'm halfway home and I realize we're up to nothing. And like the <laughs> fan in me sort of kicks in and I like start fist pumping yeah, on my yeah, walk yeah. home in the middle of the street at like one in the morning. And I'm just like, not respecting the biz, not, not total, <laughs> total lack of respect for the biz, but at least I don't do it at work. At least I don't at do it at work. Do it I keep work. it, I keep it professional till I'm on my own. And then yeah. I, and then I get. I get psyched. But, That's um, good. I'm so glad he cheers at home by himself instead I do. of oh on my press goodness. row. When, um, when I'm at home with the TV, like yeah, yeah. working or not, I get I get livid. I get excited. I'm a very animated TV watcher. So uh, I'm born and raised here too. So what I do is I like to lean over the press table so that I can hide my fists and I can like pump them under the table. Uh, like during the game because obviously we're not you know on press row you're not supposed to have an affiliation or uh, or love for a team or show any kind of emotion so that's like the most i do is i clench my fist if mm, i'm really happy like give it a little pump i i would say i've seen i've seen other You've seen more. i've seen I've, <laughs> I've seen i've seen more both ways on that but i don't want to call you out no, on, no. on the air but but the, but the thing is like you're right there are moments <laughs> where i have gotten worse but that's what I tried to do. Okay. I should have prepped okay. it by saying that's what I tried that's to do fair. is keep my, my fist under the table. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, that's fair. Yeah, so, okay. So, let, let's talk about the road. Jeremy, what shocked you most about what happened with the Wizards? And I know that we had a podcast after Game 3, but Game 4, we talked about they had to come out in that first quarter and, mm-hmm. you know, really take control of the game. And they did that. It just yep. they couldn't carry in the second quarter, but just how do how do we do you see a way we fix it? And it is part of it is just the fact that it's home. Now that we'll be home, it's going to be a different team. Yeah, uh, getting to your first part, I wouldn't say anything shocked me. I I thought the Wizards were winning this series in five, so I'm obviously wrong. And but yeah. I'm still wouldn't say I'm shocked that the Hawks won. You know, they held serve. I thought the Wizards would be able to go in and get one. They weren't able to. I don't think it was shocking. I mean, to be honest, the Hawks were favored in both games. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it was, mm-hmm. slight favorites. So, you know, was it is it like this huge, you know, the the world is coming to an end, you know, this panic button? No, I don't feel that at all. Yeah. Um, but, like I said, I, pr- I thought the Wizards were going to get one. I think a lot of people did, especially the way they beat them in the first two games. They looked like a definitely a better team. But, um, but the Hawks, they're a good team, too. And I think they showed that in Atlanta. Um, you mentioned the home crowd. I think that's going to be big here. We've talked about that. These We're last so good at games. home. We're yeah. so good at They've home. They've been great at home all season. Um, I guess what I would say is I didn't think the Wizards would get blown out the way they did in game Thank three. Mm-hmm. I thought you know, I thought they were really focused and that kind of stuff really hasn't happened a lot this year where they've kind of gotten a game where they haven't been closer than ten points for yeah. – yeah. Almost the entire game, right from the get-go. The Hawks jumped on them early, and it never got close. Um, that would be probably the biggest surprise to me of that time down in Atlanta. I thought they responded well early in game four. They came out so much more, uh, you know, the words they use, locked in, focused, yeah. all that stuff. They were yeah. they were the better team early, but then I don't know. It's It wasn't really one thing. It was just a lot of things didn't go their way. They and they didn't defend well that second and fourth quarter really especially mm-hmm. those two quarters were the 
It just didn't look like them. The turn was tough to watch. The turnovers yeah. were so you know no turnovers in the first quarter of game four, and then like seven in the first six minutes of the second quarter. Mm-hmm. It kind of got out of out of character. Uh, sometimes that happens. You know, it's a long series, but. Um, I guess now it's you've kind of have to forget forget about that stuff. You make your adjustments, you watch the film, but now it's you know we know what they do, they know what we do. Yeah, it's not there's not too much you're gonna get. We know we just talked to Jan Mahimi who says he's still hoping to play in this series, but that seems doesn't seem all too likely. At least he's out for Game Five. Mm-hmm. Scott Brooks says he doubts he's ready for Game Six. I'd say there's a chance maybe game seven on Sunday if it were if it was needed he could maybe play some minutes but yeah. I don't that's speculation and that's uh, that's not a definitely not a guarantee but we'll see. I also feel like as the series go, series goes longer these guys have to be tired and just mentally spent from trying to close out a series and this is only the first round. You know, obviously waiting to see what happens between Boston and Chicago. They're both tied up. Nobody ever said winning an NBA title was easy. Oh, boy. No, that's true. Got to win 16, right? Got to get 16. We only got two down. We got a lot to go. Uh, Jacob. Yes. Game five. Perfect scenario. Wizards win if. Um, so the thing is, is that I don't think there's one thing that I could say that, like, if. I mean, I would say that's how to deflect the question. Right. Well, it's also I'm just I'm trying to buy I'm trying to buy time too. <laughs> okay, it's okay. classic I, trying to I buy myself it, time. I, um, <laughs> I would say I would say if I had to point my finger at one thing, like if you guys do this better, you will have a better chance of winning the game. And I will say it's defending in the paint, specifically controlling Dwight Howard a little bit more. Yeah. He was really good in Game Four, and after being. I don't want to say a non-factor in the first three games, but he wasn't. He wasn't dominant. He wasn't the dominant Dwight Howard yeah. that we saw in Game Four. Yeah, well, that's for sure. I mean, that the Dwight we saw yesterday was a lot closer to the, you know we to talked the about we used to know that Dwight that we talked about it with that Chris Miller pod. Yeah. Before yeah. we were in you know the beginning of the Atlanta the road portion of the Atlanta series, and we talked about that the Dwight that we used to see back in Orlando and. Yeah. And I won't, I'm not going to say it was that Dwight last night, but that was a lot closer to the one that we used to see that, you know, used to destroy people inside mm-hmm. and, you know, the alley-oops and the offensive rebounds and just really owning the paint. And he, he was yeah. he was the dominant player last night. And that's – Jacob's right. That's, that's going to be a huge key to these last two or three games because when he's that good, the Hawks are really, really that much better. Um, so I'll, I'll say that's that's definitely going to be a key. I was joking with Martin after practice today. I was like, man, I can't imagine how tough it is for you to have to go up against your mentor and Dwight Howard. He was like, Jamoke, you don't even know. You don't even know how difficult it is. It's it's tough. It's the toughest matchup for me. And I know it is because you are I liked are your Polish against, accent. Right? That, was, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> You know, he's going up against the guy who taught him the NBA yeah. game and how to play. So he's like going up against the master, so to speak. Yeah, it's definitely that way. He talked a lot about how much he respects Dwight and, you know, how much Dwight turned him into the player he is today. And he credits yeah. Dwight with being who he is now, which um, it's got, I mean, uh, it's, you know, they've, they've done it for a while now. That's why it's like, it's not like it was just last year. It's, a, you know, it's been, what, five years or maybe yeah. more, six years. Since. 
since he they were to together. L- when he went to Phoenix. Phoenix. That was two um, years before L.A., maybe? Oh, no, I'm talking about Marchant. Right, Marchant went to Phoenix, but that was two years. Oh, before was two Dwight, years before went, Dwight to went to L.A. Oh, I don't, I don't so. have the timeline, but I just know it's been a while since they were in Orlando together. Yeah. So now, you know, they've played against each other a ton. Yeah. I guess this is the first time in a playoff series mm-hmm. that it's happened, so it's a little bit more magnified. This is sort of a storyline, but, um, but yeah. yeah, March, I mean, he had his 17 rebounds yesterday, which is great. I mean, that's, you need him, you know, inside yeah. like that, but you need March, you know, like, or like those first two games. I thought March was, you know, really controlled the inside in those games and was huge for the Wizards, offensive rebounds and, um, you know, making it really an impact in there. I think they need that again Wednesday night from him. So what the Wizards win if they Jeremy? score more than Atlanta. Okay, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John Atlanta. Madden. Thanks. <laughs> I, that's, I think that's a fair statement, is it, is it not? No, I, I think mine is going to be that I feel like, and they were in game one and two, Wall and Beal have to be on the same page. And I don't mean like they weren't on the same page, but like they have to be the two dominant players and both have over 25 30 points and yeah. really take control of the I mean they 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 should be the two best players in this series. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's, that's no disrespect to Paul Millsap or Dwight Howard. Yeah. Um but they should be the two best players in this series. Yeah. Yeah, they can and definitely they were be in games 1 and 2. So yeah, to be the two leading scorer, I mean to both of them to be the two the game's high scorers. That's and John doesn't always have to do it with his scoring. I mean, if John can put together one of those 15 assist type games where he's finding guys, and that's sometimes not all on him. I mean, sometimes guys have yeah. to hit shots. And, um, you know, the Wizards were better. You know, Beal especially shot the ball better in game four. But, you know, if it's an Otto or a Bogdan- Bogdanovich or, uh, you know, any of those guys, the, the wing shooters, Kelly knocking yeah. down threes, that's, that's always helpful. Um, so. What else will be helpful is for the fans to really show out and support. It was funny because in the post-game press conference yesterday, um, Dwight was talking about the fans and how loud they were. And they were loud. Our mm-hmm. fans were loud, too. Yep. And he said the familiar, <laughs> the familiar post-game phrase, he's like, man, but they were never as loud as when they had a chance to get that free Chick-fil-A on that yeah. foul shot. Yeah, we've and heard that before. <laughs> we've heard that before. So hopefully the fans will be loud here. But, but fans... Wiz kids, our DC family, if you can be that loud throughout the entire game as you are when there's a chance for a Hawks player to miss two free throws in the fourth quarter, that's how loud we want Verizon Center to be the entire game. And the players have all talked about needing that. Uh, coaches talked about it. We've talked about it. You know, gave away the T-shirts and the rally towels and everything. Uh, DC family, you got to come out six yes. o'clock on Wednesday. Early, yes. get here get early. Here early. Yeah. We we talked to Scott Brooks, and he said he's given permission to all the bosses across the DMV. <laughs> he said if you need if you need to leave an hour early to get to the game, he has given his permission. So everyone, it doesn't matter. Go to what Scott, whatever Scott Brooks says goes. What yes, it yes. doesn't matter what you what you're doing. Well, if you're if you're saving lives or something, okay. you, yeah, maybe you, if you got like you yeah. can come you're late. A surgeon, maybe. Supreme but court, for the most part, if you can get here early, get here early. Be here at six. Be here a little before six. Um, get to your seats and be loud for yeah. introductions and right from the jump. They need to jump on. It's going to get on this team. Yeah, so. it's um, 
It's I mean it's a weird circumstance getting the six o'clock game, but yeah. Um, Very odd. I think my yeah, first no ever six o'clock the, on mean, on a weekday. Uh, we've done Sundays. It's the, it's what happens when you only have when you only have East Coast games left yeah. to be played that night, and right. you can't start later than eight thirty in Boston. So yeah. correct. This is what it is, and you yeah. know both teams have to deal with it. It's, um, and so, and hopefully. Uh, Hopefully our fans, I know our fans will respond. Are you coming on the road with us if we go to game six? I don't even know if I'm actually going to Not game six. Okay. So maybe the next series. Round if, two. If we make it to the next series. When we series. make it to the next series. When we. Okay. When yep. we make it. And I'll be okay. back. I'll be back Thursday <laughs> in Atlanta. Well, I know this was a short podcast, but we're going to try to continue to do it in between every game. I uh, hope you enjoyed our little chat on game three and game four. I uh, hope to have a special guest after game five for you, maybe one of the players or someone in the media like we've had with Chris Miller and Dave Johnson. Uh, so long, kids. Ciao for now.